0: Good morning. On this Tuesday morning, I want to welcome you to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We have been talking about, for quite a while, of uh, three little words in the Spirit. And from there we went to how the Holy Spirit uses the timing of the seasons and the times that God has set for us and for our individual lives. Today I want to be able to go into just a little, little different Uh, thought, and that is the transitions that take place within the seasons and the hours. This will help us in our spiritual walk with the Lord, understanding that Jesus understood when one transition was to expire and another transition uh, was going to come into play one season, another season, one time, several different timings within a season. And this will make a little bit more sense as we look into the Word of God to help us understand this. Yesterday we had left off with the rich fool, which basically had uh, planted a lot and he reaped a lot. And his intentions were to knock down his barns and fill them up and save up as much as he could for many years without knowing that that very night his soul was required of him. So let's look at some of these things and understand that there's always several processes and exchanges taking place at the same time in our lives when we're going through certain events. And especially when we are being led by the Holy Spirit in our lives and are allowing him to lead us and guide us from one position and transition of one thing or state of being to another. Let's look at the renewed mind. In the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2, it says, And be not conformed to this world. In other words, do not be like everyone else that is in this age. Not on the planet, but in this age that we're living in. But be ye transformed or metamorphosed, just like a little worm uh, being transformed into a butterfly uh, and many other processes that take place in in nature, be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove what is good and acceptable perfect will of God without that renewed mind, we cannot we cannot be able to discern the good and acceptable and perfect will of God in our lives and what it is that he is doing and leading us from one state of being in our lives. And when I say one state of being, I'm, be, I'm basically talking about from a season to another season, from one time to another time that he has set. The scripture says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And that's in Philippians 2, 5. But it also says in First uh, Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16, For who has known the mind of the Lord that... He may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. The way we have the mind of Christ is when our mind is actually transformed. And that is very difficult because we've got two things taking place. We still have part of that old way of thinking. And then at the same time, we've got what the Word of God says, and our mind is being renewed. And there is that constant fight of having to release one and accept the other. And many people just find that too confusing and would rather go by sight, by feeling, by emotions, instead of going by what the Word of God says. But as our mind is renewed, and especially with the help and the work of the Holy Spirit, then we're able to prove those things that are the good will of God. The acceptable will of God and the perfect will of God for our lives. If we were to uh, look at some of the simple examples that are, are, are found in the scripture, like when uh, John the Baptist said, Jesus must increase, I must decrease, there he understood there was now the timing and the season where one would become less while the other one became more. Do you see it clearly? I must decrease while he must increase. Now that is a tremendous thing to consider, especially in our lives, because two things are taking place. And of course, there could be also other things taking place at the same time. So in order to understand that, let's let's look at a woman that, is pregnant, a woman that is going to be in labor. You have the different trimesters uh, in her life, the first, the second, and the third. As the child is developing inside her womb, her outside body is going through all kinds of changes. So you have the changes going inwardly in the child and the changes that are external that are applying and exerting different things upon the woman on the outside. So these things that are taking place are different seasons in her life and different times. But as she approaches the time of fullness, the time of travail, then you really have the complication of the child is ready to be born because it's the fullness of time. But at the the same time, you have that extreme pain and, and, and the suffering that the woman may be going through at that moment. According to the book of John, chapter 16, verse 20, Verily, verily, I say unto you, so he compares this to a woman that is in travail and the world and the believer. Verily, verily, I say unto you that you shall weep and lament. But the world shall rejoice. There it is again. Two different things taking place at the same time. You shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. When? When it reaches that point of fullness. And it says in verse 21, A woman, when she is in travail has sorrow because her hour is come. Notice the timing element. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, there's the fullness, she remembereth no more the anguish for the joy that that a man is born into this world. But notice now the transitions and the seasons that change now. She is no longer a single individual. She is no longer just a married woman. She is now a woman with child. So she's entered another season. Now she's got to care for that child. She's got to take care of it. And then the child at the same time has got to go through different seasons of learning to grow and and, and develop and, and, and strengthen itself in bones and everything to learn to walk. So we see this. But if we take this to another level... Let's look at it in the realm of the Spirit, in our walk with the Lord, in our prayer life, in answered prayers, in times of temptations and difficulties and and things like that. In the book of James, in chapter 1, verse 14, it says, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Okay, there is the season where the enemy will come and he will Entice or he will tempt us. Now, depending on what direction we go, it says in verse 15, Then when lust has conceived, see, we're in a different season now, it brings forth sin. Now we're in another season and time. And when sin is finished, it brings forth death. So this may take an entire lifetime but it included these different seasons just like in a woman when she has conceived and there's that first trimester the second and the third let's look at another simple example and then i know i'm going a little rather fast there's so much to explain there's a a a thing i had read in a book concerning a man that was shipwrecked on an island he took whatever little things he could find from the shipwrecked and Try to make the best of uh, what he could on that deserted island. And he would wait and look for ships to see if anything was passing by to rescue him. But to a no avail, nothing was happening. Eventually, he made himself a little hut out of the materials that were there on the island. And one day while he was out gathering things, the, his little hut caught on fire and it burned down completely. And to his demise, he was heartbroken. This is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. I mean, that's it. I've hit rock bottom. But without realizing it, while his hut was burning down, on the opposite side of the island, there was a ship passing by that saw the smoke and stopped to rescue him. Now, when you look at that, then you begin to understand things like genesis fifty twenty but as for you, you thought it evil against me. This is Joseph telling his brothers, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive, or we can look at it from how it says it in the book of romans chapter eight twenty eight It says, and we know that all things work together for good." To them that love God. Notice, not to every human being, but to them that love God. Those that are walking within the seasons and the timings that God has set for them. To them that love God. To them who are called according to His purpose. That's a lot of plateful there for you today. But consider what we have said. And may the Lord richly give you understanding. In the name of Christ our Lord. Amen.